Welcome to the Saving Lives Podcast. My name is Eddie Gutierrez. I go by Eddie Joe. I am a critical care doctor, and today I'm going to be discussing pregnancy and COVID-19, where I'm going to try my best to go ahead and separate the facts from the fiction and what everybody's been hearing. I am a critical care doctor. I must give the disclaimer that I am not an OBGYN, and I am not a uh, MFM specialist. Although I'm going to be going through these data as objectively and as open as possible, this this is a complete disclaimer that you should speak to your own OBGYN or MFM specialist, and please do not trust me. Again, I can't I can't stress that enough. Um, the the reason why I got into going down this rabbit hole of looking into the effects of COVID nineteen vaccination as well as um, pregnancy is because I've unfortunately had to take care of patients who have been in the ICU, who've been pregnant, and who have unfortunately lost their lives. And in addition to this, I have not said this on social media, but my wife is currently pregnant, and um, we had to make this decision as well. So uh, this is also not a a podcast to go ahead and tell you to go get vaccinated right now and to mandate you and to force you to do so. Um, it is also not one to talk you out of getting vaccinated or talk you into getting vaccinated. This is a personal decision, and I believe that with the best possible information, you will make the right decision for yourself and for your family. I'm going to be going over several questions of that a lot of people have asked me um, and a lot of questions that I had myself with regards to COVID, the vaccine, and pregnant women. So this is probably going to be a two-parter, so bear with me as we go through this together. I would also encourage you to check out the show notes in the description box below to actually get to the webpage where I have delineated all these questions and in addition to that, find all the references for this actual post and read them for yourselves because again i i reinforce the fact that i don't think that you should trust me for historical context today is the 14th of september of 2021 and the last update to my webpage was actually done yesterday on the 13th of september data changes daily so you know this might get outdated with another study so just just keep that in mind as this is not perfect and nothing is for that matter i also recommend that you check out the information published by the american college of obstetricians i can't speak english today and gynecologists as well as the society for maternal fetal medicine most of these data that i'm going to be discussing today is pre-delta now one of the things i'm not going to get into because it's just really hard to keep up with is the vaccination component of this because some studies are Moderna studies, some are Pfizer, some are mixed match, and some of them are Johnson and Johnson. As I had been noticing that more women were more women who were pregnant were coming into my ICU, the first question that came to my mind is why do pregnant women get sicker with COVID than non-pregnant women? Was it an aberration? Was it just a statistical probability? What what is it? And so for this, I actually went to the website of the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists that from here on forward, I'm going to call ACOG. And they have stated that, quote, data have shown that COVID-19 infection plus pregnant people puts pregnant people at increased risk of severe complications and even death, end quote. Then in another study by Ellington and colleagues, they state that, quote, during pregnancy, women experience immunologic and physiologic conditions that could increase the risk for more severe illness from respiratory infections, end quote. And in order to come to that conclusion, what they did is that they looked at 
studies from other respiratory viruses that had come before this or before this pandemic. So now that we know that pregnant women get sicker from COVID than non-pregnant women, what does this mean for pregnant women who contract COVID-19? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more Special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Keen, per Delahoy and colleagues, they stated that, quote, pregnant women have disproportionately higher rates of COVID-19 associated hospitalizations compared to non-pregnant women, end quote. One must add, though, that, quote, during COVID-19 associated hospitalizations, 90 point, excuse me, 97.8% completed pregnancies that resulted in live birth and 2.2% resulted in pregnancy loss, end quote. Now, this is where you have to go ahead and ask your OBGYN because I do not know whether the incidence of pregnancy loss is high, normal, or low. That's just outside of my scope. But, quote, among 296 women with COVID-19 whose pregnancy trimester was known, 87.4% were hospitalized during the third trimester. 2.3 was in the first trimester. 10.2 was in the second trimester. The way I look at the, these data is that it seems as if the third trimester is the most dangerous. More recently, on the 11th of the last month, being August of 2021, Chin and colleagues found that there was no incidence in needing cesarean section but there was an increase in preterm births amongst women who had COVID-19. And the incidence was 16.4% when the normal is around 11.5%. This study goes on to say that women with COVID-19, this is of course pre-Delta, had, quote, higher rates of mortality, intubation, ICU admission, and preterm birth, end quote, compared to women who did not have COVID. I will emphasize that any baby born without a mother is tragic, no doubt about that. In addition to that, there's more to looking at COVID data than mortality. I mean, there's so much morbidity that goes on with these patients and long COVID and all those things that I'm not going to get into with this particular podcast. But the mothers who had COVID at the time of childbirth, only 0.1% went on to die. That was 24 women out of 18,715. 5.2% of them ended up in the ICU, and 1.5% of them ended up intubated and on mechanical ventilation. Thankfully, of those 275 who ended up intubated, only 24 died. The reason why I say thankfully when, when again, we're talking about 24 dying is that those of us who work in the intensive care unit know that the mortality rate of of patients who end up on mechanical ventilation secondary to COVID is pretty darn high. It's way over 50%. And here, only 24 out of 275 who ended up intubated passing away is not the worst thing in the world. Um, but, but again, this was pre-Delta. Then lastly, Villar and colleagues found that, quote, the risk of maternal mortality was 1.6%. That's 22 times higher in the group of women with a COVID-19 diagnosis compared to those without. And again, this is pre-data. 
So these are the numbers that one would see in the media where they would say, okay, if you have COVID and you're pregnant, you have a 22, 22 times higher risk of mortality. But again, the overall number is 1.6%. Now, one of the things that is stipulated in this article, but is not stipulated in the media, you know, because they, they lack nuance, is that they state that what they were seeing with these higher rates of mortality was because the institutions were in, quote, less developed regions, end quote. I don't know what this means. I don't know if this was the smaller smaller hospitals or, <clears throat> excuse me, smaller hospitals or wherever this was that they defined as a less developed region. But um, this doesn't seem like it's these metropolitan hospitals that many of us work in or, you know, um, in these larger hospitals that are 300 plus beds. I, I just don't know what they define as less developed regions. But that kind of skews the numbers a little bit. The next logical question that many of us ask is, what is the actual real incidence of severe COVID-19 in pregnancy? Again, these data are pre-Delta, but Loken and colleagues found that, quote, severe coronavirus disease 19 developed in approximately 15% of pregnant patients, end quote. So you say to yourself, okay, 15% of pregnant patients, but on this 15%, what is the most significant risk factor for developing severe COVID-19 in pregnancy? And here, the same paper was able to tease out that being overweight as well as obesity prior to getting pregnant appears to be the largest risk factor. Behind obesity and being overweight, diabetes and hypertension were not far behind. Now, the biggest reason why this is an issue is that the author cited that 39.7%, in other words, almost 40% of women, in the reproductive age are overweight or obese. Many folks wonder of what COVID-19 does to the actual baby and what does it do to the placenta. And here we're going to cite a very, very recently published paper by D. Girolamo, if I didn't mess up my Italian, because I speak the third most Italian for those of you who could understand the Inglorious Bastards reference. These authors found that, quote, a significant proportion of placentas where SARS-CoV-2 occurred during pregnancy shows histopathological findings suggesting placental hypoperfusion and inflammation, end quote. But here they found that the majority of placentas showed abnormalities and, quote, only 17.4% of these pregnancies did not show any placental anomaly. So again, COVID-19 does affect the placenta. The next question is, does the baby get sick from COVID-19 as well? And on the 1st of August of 2021, I've already cited this study by Valar and colleagues. They published a study where they noted that the babies who were born to COVID-19 positive mothers, 12.9% of these babies also tested positive in the first 48 hours. Here, they also found that there was an increase in low birth weight. They did not go any further into what happened to these babies moving forward, but they did state that breastfeeding was not the culprit of passing COVID-19 to the neonates. I'm going to go ahead and stop here as we're eclipsing the 11-minute mark for this podcast. In the next episode, I'm going to be discussing our vaccine safe and pregnant patients. What are the immediate reactions that pregnant women could have to the COVID-19 vaccine? Does the COVID-19 vaccine lead to an increase in spontaneous abortions, which was published recently? Does the Pfizer vaccine protect 
pregnant women from COVID-19, again, published on the 28th of last month. Do the COVID vaccines help pregnancy? Uh, do the COVID vaccines during pregnancy help the baby after birth? What effect does the COVID vaccine have on the newborn baby? What about lactation in vaccinated patients? And the future fertility of the COVID-19 vaccine, which is a question that I often get asked. And lastly, what are the menstrual irregularities that one could expect with the COVID-19 vaccine, as well as COVID for that matter? So thank you so much for joining me. Please check out the show notes where citations for all these, uh, everything I've said exist. And I hope you guys have a great, great day. Thanks a lot. Bye.